This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's been a, it's been a long journey. Uh, I just want to thank my parents, thank God, thank the people that got a blessed my life. And, um, you know, this, this senior year was tough on me physically and mentally, so... With that being said, I'd like to say I'm going to the University of Illinois. Brad Underwood and the Illini. Yes, sir. One of the best players in the ESPN 100. Yes, that happened. A five-star recruit live on ESPNU picks Illinois. Sky Clark, the highest-rated recruit Illinois has landed since D. Brown. And he skyrockets, I didn't even mean to use that pun, he skyrockets the Illini class to number eight in the team rankings. That's a lot of guard talent coming in to the University of Illinois. Welcome to the Illini Choir Podcast. I am Jeremy Warner, an emergency podcast. We are going to check in with Derek Piper and break down what does this mean? A five-star recruit joining Illinois, and we'll break it all down. It certainly is a great talent. That is number one, right? Sky Clark is coming off an ACL tear, and he actually brought that up on ESPNU. So we'll see how he responds to that. Is he the same player? He's still got to answer some of those things. But very skilled, a big guard, 6'3", 200, and he can just get buckets. Uh, So Derek Piper will break that down, how he fits. But obviously, PR-wise, just a huge get for Illinois um, to be back into these kind of recruitments. He was committed to Kentucky, signed national over intent with them, got out of it, and he reopens his recruitment, and Illinois lands him regardless. He is a a great talent that if he gets back to 100% health, this is a huge get for Illinois, along with Jaden Epps and Sincere Harris and Ty Rogers, and you can even add Dane Danger into that group. You put all that together, that talent level, it's rising at Illinois. So will all of these guys work out? I don't know, but you're adding a lot of this talent, right? And that that's what you need to win in the Big Ten. And more importantly now, I think for Illinois as a program, win in the NCAA tournament. And you're seeing a backcourt makeover right now, and it is very young. You do not have the old guys, DeMonte Williams, Trent Frazier, Alfonso Plummer anymore, and Andre Curbelo will not return for a junior season at Illinois. So you're right now very, very young in the backcourt, but you're very, very talented. And that is uh, very exciting for Illinois. And the other part of this, before we get to Derek, is how about Brad Underwood? Right, I, I know we can pick apart, and that's a discussion for another day. And we've had it on this podcast. What do you need to get? What do you need to do to get to that next level in the NCAA tournament? Right, to you know, be what Michigan has postseason success and what they've had for the past decade across two coaches. We we could talk about that, but you need talent, and and talent is a big big part of that. And Brad Underwood is adding plenty of it in the backcourt. We'll see if Kofi Coburn returns. I think everyone's excited about R.J. Melendez and uh, Coleman Hawkins, what they can accomplish as they get older in this program. Luke Goody is a good role piece. We'll see what Brandon Podjemski does. We'll see what Dane Danger does. But there's a lot of four-star, a lot of top 100 talent on this roster. And uh, you compare that across the Big Ten, 
Illinois is one of the higher ones uh, on that list of, of top 100 four-star type talent. So we'll break that all down with Derek Piper, but I do want to play some of Sky's quotes that he gave on ESPNU. Um, really smart kid. Um, I've heard rave reviews about Sky as a person. Uh, his father, Kenny, played in the NFL. So he, he kind of knows. Uh, he's kind of got somebody around him that knows what it's like to be a pro. So I think that's a really good influence. But there, there's a couple of comments that he makes that I think are, are, are pretty eye-opening uh, about Illinois and why he decided to choose Illinois. Here was Sky Clark on ESPNU. What was it about the Illini? Uh, I mean, it's, there's a lot. They're, they're a proven winning program. Coach Underwood, uh, I love his play style. I love the way he pushes his guys. And Coach Tim, he's like an uncle to me. Uh, he was my first scholarship when I went to DePaul. And he's just been there for me since, since day one, since I can remember. And then the final thing for me was, was Coach Fletch. Uh, I feel like coming off the ACL, I really haven't got my, my full athleticism back. So I feel like he's going to really bring me back to my pre-injury self. Sky, what will you bring the fighting Illini when you get there next season? Really just winning, winning. That's my biggest thing is I want to win. I want to go as far as we can, go as far as we can in the tournament and just do everything we can to, to make the fans and my teammates happy. You mentioned Brad Underwood. He's a pretty fiery guy. I've, I've gotten to talk to him a few times. So what have you, what have you gotten to know about Brad Underwood? Why'd you want to play for him? Uh, really, that, that home visit that he came to uh, a few weeks ago really just sold it for me. He was probably at the house for Maybe like two or three hours, we were just having great conversation about everything. And um, he said he's going to push me, and that's what I love. And so I know he's going to make me great. you got a pretty good recruiting class coming in with yourself. Oh, Jaden yeah. Jaden Epps and Sarah Harris, Ty Rogers. What do you know about your future teammates? Uh, I've known Ty since sixth grade. We actually played together in middle school a little bit. So I'm super familiar with him, and I've talked to, to Jaden Sincere recently. We're, we got a little group chat with Coach Tim and Coach Frazier, so we're all super excited to come in. There are a lot of things there, but I think the two things that stand out, um, maybe more than two, one is Tim Anderson. It took a while to get him here, and I know all the hand-wringing and the weight. It, it was nerve-wracking for Illinois. Boy, has he been worth it. Uh, to get you into mean streets and to get – Ty Rogers, who I'm a huge fan of, uh, just does a lot of the dirty work. Uh, I don't. I'm not saying he's going to be this guy, potential Hall of Famer, but he's got some Draymond qualities, man. Like he, he's just the kind of winner you need in your program. The kind of do everything player. Is he going to lead the team in scoring ever? I doubt it. But uh, he's maybe going to be one of the more valuable guys in this program over the next three to four years. Then. Uh, Merez Johnson. <laughs> you kind of forget about him or you kind of lose sight of him because you're so focused on 22 and, and maybe even 23. We got one of the best talents in the country, not just the state, uh, already on board, Merez Johnson, who's a Musa Diabate type, right? Like you're adding that to the program, which the four has been such an issue. You have a potentially elite guy coming in at the four in a couple years. So you're stacking that in-state talent. And then to have the relationship with Sky Clark, right? He just he's got he's got tentacles in a lot of places, and it's been well positioned, well placed for Illinois. I would imagine Tim Anderson gets a raise here. Brad Underwood, and, and I do want to mention Chester Frazier. Obviously, has done really well recruiting with Jaden Epps uh, and, and Sincere Harris and Jeff Alexander. I think could have landed uh, some good talent. Illinois decided to look a little elsewhere, but he's got Illinois back in with the Illinois Wolves, and I think that could be big for them moving forward. The other thing is Adam Fletcher, man. Like, that is a sell. You you can look on Bulls broadcast, which is difficult because they're losing. You can look on Bulls broadcast and see what he did with Ayo 
you, you can see what he's doing with building these players uh, and, and really avoiding injuries. I hate to I'll knock on wood for that, but there hasn't been, you know, outside of Austin Hutcherson's had a few freak things. You know, I know Illinois is banged up a little bit this year, but they're kind of freak things, right? Um, building Sky's knee up is going to be really important. The big question about Sky is not what he was before the injury. He's a very talented, skilled player, uh, and, and he's got some special qualities about him. It's can you get that knee back to where he's explosive? Um, that's going to be really important when he gets to the next level. So the fact that he had faith in Fletch, uh, that's a huge strength of, of this program because Fletch probably could be – an NBA kind of strength and conditioning coach. Illinois got him. I, I think that's a, a huge thing. And then Brad Underwood's involvement here, I think, stands out in the fact that he's already been talking with all these other players. I'll say this. I say it with football, and it's certainly true in basketball. Talent wants to play with other talent. Sure, there's too much mouths to feed. Maybe those guys move on after a year or two because they transfer because there is so much other talent. That's a great problem to have. But when you have Jaden Epps and Ty Rogers and Sincere Harris, it makes it a little easier for Sky Clark. And having Sky Clark makes it easier for the next guy. And if those guys go to the pros, boom. <laughs> you can sell Io DeSumo to, to Sky Clark. You can sell Sky Clark or Jaden Epps or Ty Rogers to the next guy. You can sell Coleman Hawkins, RJ Mondes. You get my drift. This is where programs build and they keep that ball rolling and they, they are they get that decade of excellence and that turns into 20 years of excellence and that's what Illinois had in the 80s and really into the mid 2000s right and then it went away and Brad Underwood's just done a heck of a job uh, of building that back up with the right hires the right players and now he is increasing the talents of the players that he has Let's talk about it all with Derek Piper, who was live at uh, Ballpark Village when I caught up with him. Took some time out to break this all down. He's next on the Illini Enquirer podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Derek Piper joined us live from Ballpark Village, opening day. But, uh, of course, that is of all days, Derek. Illinois gets a five-star commitment. You're, you're first on the beat. I was just thinking about this. Cliff Alexander, Jalen Brunson. We've been through so many potential five-star commits. Uh, and this one kind of happens pretty quickly. Sky Clark to Illinois. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a huge one, huge milestone for Brad Underwood. And, and really, for Illini Inquirer, since we, we've been covering the beat, so – uh, yeah, I know we had Tom Brady unretire on Selection Sunday. This guy Clark commit on opening day. We need to we need to stop this. This is a bad trend. But I, I think Atlanta fans will be all right with the distraction from baseball. And it's a huge one. And like you said, he opens things up early March. There have been rumblings really for a while and uh, about Sky possibly uh, getting out of his letter of intent with Kentucky. And 
the fact that he had a long-standing relationship with Tim Anderson going back to when he was eighth grade, and he had committed to DePaul at that point in time. So uh, someone that's a 24 composite five-star guard, whether you look at the 24-7 rankings, just composite rankings overall, he's the number five point guard in the class. And Brad Underwood has done a fantastic job of reeling in high-level guard talent. He's just the next in line and now makes this a top 10 class nationally for the first time in more than a decade. So uh, really ties a bow on this fantastic call when you talked about the changing the guard in the backcourt and when you have Clark and Sincere Harris and Jaden Neps coming in. Of course, Ty Rogers is a part of that mix as well. That's four top 100 guys. and it's Just a really, really impressive display of, of being able to get talent and we can talk more about this, but yeah. it's funny and it, it goes back to the reflection of the offseason and Brad was cool, calm, and collected and tried to tell everybody he was going to be okay and said he was going to go do it again. Well, he, he cut down nets again for a Big Ten title, uh, he assembled a really good staff again, and now he assembles a very, very good recruiting class, which is now his best during his tenure at Illinois. Yeah, so many threads I have to pull here, Derek. Um, number one is we've talked about the Cliff Alexanders, the Jalen Brunsons, or some of these five stars they went after. It was a long process, right? This one he gets out of his letter of intent in March and we're not naive to know that there's rumblings of this happening and there's back channels and all those things. But how, how did Illinois, at least publicly so quickly, it, how are they able to land Sky Clark in, in a talent like him? I think it does start with the, the end of a Tim Alexander. And that's not to say that Illinois hasn't had ends in the past in terms of relationships or uh, being able to, to get right towards the top group. I mean, a lot of the guys we've talked about, even the Jalen Brunson, Cliff Alexander, you're right in there until the very, very end. So I I think it starts with Tim and that relationship, the fact that Tim has such a well-known pedigree of working with guards. I mean, he's worked with Derrick Rose. He's worked with uh, other guys that have been pros. And and you pair that with just the the more attractiveness and appeal of Illinois as a basketball program and what they've done with Ayodisumu, uh, the fact that this is an offense for Brad Underwood that is very guard-oriented. They like to play in transition. And now with the opportunity of losing Trent Frazier and losing Plummer and Devontae, and they were still going to recruit Sky regardless of Andre Corbello's decision. I think he could have played with, with him and because he is versatile. could play a little bit on or off the ball. But uh, the fact that Illinois is winning at a high level, the fact that they have somebody now that they've put in the NBA – you tie that in with Tim Anderson's connection and just uh, I think the opportunity makes sense I think the appeal makes sense and uh, the fact that Illinois had an immediate end when he opened things up allowed them to skip pride to the front of the line and uh, for them to go down and have an in-home visit with him what's now I think a week and a half ago or maybe two weeks ago now uh, did really well with that obviously the connection with the family and he's able to walk in right away and have a ton of opportunity in front of him and uh, be able to to achieve a lot of things that he wants just to get to the next level and, and to win at a high level in college. Well, Derek, obviously when you're the first five-star at Illinois since D. Brown, there will be very high expectations. He is still very highly ranked despite uh, suffering a torn ACL. So what does he bring to Illinois, especially in the short term? Because if healthy, and he seems to be healthy right now, still ramping up the strength, um, he's going to be a big part of this team right away. He's a really gifted scorer. That's the first thing that really stands out about him. It's just 
the the multitude of ways that he can go get a bucket. He's a three-level scorer. He hits the rim and finish. He's got good size be able to finish through contact. You haven't quite seen on that note of coming off the ACL, haven't seen the same level of explosiveness. Now, he wasn't a freak athlete before this in terms of the injury, but a guy that certainly can go up and throw it down. Uh, his mid-range game is, is very smooth, and that's really just kind of what the word I would use to describe his entire game. It's just everything is very smooth and in rhythm for him. He does a really good job of, of creating off the bounce. Like His, his dribble moves are are very, very good. His handle, the way he uses hesitation to blow by guys and also just set up his jump shot, which is it's just silky. Like he can shoot it well from three. He can shoot it well from the mid-range. And I think that as you look at the fit, and it will be interesting to see the way that they approach the rest of this offseason, I still think that a veteran ball handler in the mix, whether that's going to be a starter or someone they would bring off the bench, makes sense just to pair with Jaden Epps and to pair with Scott Clark. But regardless, they know that Sky is best with the ball in his hands a lot of times. Not that with his jump shot he can't make an impact as a spot-up shooter, but I think scoring-wise right away he's going to be able to make an impact. We do know that freshmen, even as talented as I would assume or other guys in that range as well as Sky, sometimes struggle a little bit uh, as freshmen, and I, I do think that getting him back into, into 100% capacity physically is important, uh, and, and that's something that's going to have to play out here uh, throughout the summer and, and whatnot, but uh, I see scoring. I, he does have size of six three to defend some of those bigger guards, but uh, I think it really just is be able to go get a bucket. It's really the same thing for Jaden Epps. Now, can they get somebody to set those guys up and, and be a complimentary piece? But uh, we knew that you know, Trent Frazier had, had a big blow on his shoulders in terms of offensive production. Alfonso Plummer is a shot maker. Whether or not Kofi Coburn comes back, they're going to have some scoring punch in the backcourt. And really, if you're looking at it from a, a bigger picture beyond this season, uh, there's a lot to like. If you were to get, say, Sky Clark for two years and have Epps as a sophomore, Harris in that mix, there's just a lot of talent back there. I was going to ask that as the follow-up, Derek, is you knew you were losing Frazier. You knew you were losing Plummer and DeMonte Williams. You thought you could lose Andre Corbell more to the NBA than the portal, but Illinois was prepared to have a huge backcourt reset Looks pretty good when you have three guys that are top 110 recruits, two guys that are top 60, a five-star in there. Um, Sky Clark, Jaden Epps, Sincere Harris. What's the future – like, what can that backcourt accomplish? How do they all fit together with Illinois moving forward? I think if they're able to stay together for, for two or three years, I know Sky's a five-star guy. If he's, if he's able to get back to being – as quick twitch and explosive as he was before. Maybe he's not someone that sticks around too long. Maybe two years would be ideal for him. And uh, Jaden Epps is probably a three, four-year player. I mean, he's, he's kind of undersized a little bit as a as a combo guard. He's, he, both him and uh, both him and Clark are scoring guards first and foremost. I think as you see them mature, they will get better at helping their teammates you know, raise the level of their game and get them open shots and everything. But I do like how they fit together because Epps is a is a smaller, tough bucket getter that, that has the, the burst off the dribble and uh, with Clark he's smooth and he's a little bit bigger size, six foot three and uh, can score in the mid range and score from three. And those two intertwine they, they don't need the ball in their hands to be able to make an impact. They can really play off each other. I think that as Brad Underwood gets back to playing at a faster pace uh, going forward, I think that both those guys, and even you could throw Sincere Harris in that mix as well, 
being able to push it in transition and, and not necessarily have, okay, one guy is going to be our, our primary facilitator, the, the guy that we're going to run on offense through every possession. And on that note, Harris being, I think he's in that 6'3", six, 6'4", six, range. He's got length. He's got athleticism. I, I like the fact that he's a two-way player. I, I look at him as a very pesky on-ball defender. I think he can really get into people. You know that he plays with a competitive edge. That's that's something that really vibes well with Chester Fraser, his lead recruiter, and Brownwood as well. Uh, and I like that he can do some things off the dribble too. And I think that as you progress forward, it's been kind of a big narrative this offseason of look at some other teams around the country, those that are succeeding in NCAA tournaments. It's, it's having kind of multi-dimensional guards, multiple guys that can get their own shot, multiple guys that can get to the rim, uh, and just being able to shoot the three at, at multiple positions as well. So I think that those three guys can all do that together. And if they are able to, to progress forward, and uh, I think as freshmen they can, they can make impacts. Uh, I think that probably Epps and Clark, maybe more so in terms of playing time right away. It'll, it'll depend on if Illinois gets a big guard like a Brandon Murray who they're bringing in for a visitor or Terrence Shannon. But long-term, those guys can be a, a fantastic trio and really huge building blocks for your program. Derek, I was going to ask you, what's next? Um, obviously, they probably want, as you said, a more experienced guy along with these freshmen in the backcourt, along with Brandon Podjimski, who certainly uh, could compete for, for some playing time here. So uh, you reported about Courtney Ramey. John Rostein followed that up today, saying Illinois is on his list. Um, obviously, Brandon Murray taking a visit. A lot of people think Georgetown with uh, Kevin Nickelberry, former LSU assistant, is, is sitting well there. And, and Terrence Shannon's name keeps popping up. So uh, ideally, realistically, who do you think Illinois can land in the transfer portal? I think if you're talking ideally, you hope to get one of Brandon Murray or Terrence Shannon. Like you said, Georgetown having that established in with Nickelberry being his lead recruiter at LSU. And we'll see if that ultimately pays off. It's going to be a quick decision as – it's been reported he'll decide on Monday. But the fact that he's going to make uh, a quick visit tour here and check out Illinois as well. And Chester Frazier's familiar with him from back. The fact that they're both from Baltimore and Chester recruited him at Virginia Tech. And uh, I, I think that, again, in terms of a need and immediate opportunity, similar to a Sky Clark, uh, I, I think that Illinois has a decent amount to sell with Brandon Murray. And they're certainly very, very high on his upside, a guy that, uh, had a very good freshman year in the SEC and someone they think can take a big stride forward, particularly just becoming more efficient shot maker. So him being six foot five, two fifteen, Terrence Shannon six foot six range, rangy, athletic, as explosive as anybody in the portal. To be able to get one of those guys that could really impact you in two ways uh, and play well in transition and, and just be a, a really stout defender too. And, and on that note, look at the point guard spot potentially and that's, that's not to say you couldn't ride with Epps and Sky Clark or uh, maybe if Sky is, is getting back to being a little bit more with, with his 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 burst and everything could play that true point but he's probably just more of a scoring right now I, I think if you, you want someone that has played in the, at the college level and is maybe a little bit more geared toward facilitating uh, that makes sense to fit with them and a leader in that backcourt too and on that note I think Courtney Ramey makes pretty good amount of sense. I think that it'll just depend on what Courtney has in mind for his role because being taken off the ball, not entirely at Texas, but he was more in an off-ball role this past year. Maybe he wants to be, uh, I think, the prim primary guy with the ball in his hands in a lot of situations. 
how much scoring does he see in terms of is, is he the the A one guy? Is he the B? I, I think in general, the the one thing I like about him is he's been adaptable, similar to a Trent Frazier, just kind of uh, someone that can doesn't have to be your primary option offensively. He's really dialed in defensively as very renowned on ball defender. Uh, he's tough. I think that there's a lot to like there, and, and Illinois has familiarity with him already. He can play closer to home in that sense, and they developed a guy that is in his same class and similarly ranked in Iowa Sumo. So I think that yeah. those are things that potentially stand out with, with him. If Ramey doesn't decide to to seriously consider Illinois, or if that doesn't ultimately work out, I think it'll be interesting to see who else emerges in the portal. I can't really point to another guy as a point guard, but I think that's something they will continue to evaluate, and then. Uh, Again, on that note of, of Murray and Shannon, yeah. those are their top two guys. But a, a big two-way guard is, is certainly going to be something they're going to continue to look for and try to try to pull that in. Yeah, and, qu- and quickly, I got one more after this one, Derek, before we wrap up and let you hit Ballpark Village. But um, I would imagine this will this will take a little bit. But like Kofi Coburn's got a decision to make. Um, front court is that more of wait and see? what happens with Kofi before they really attack that? I think so. So I think it changes the type of player you probably go out and, and try to attract because if he doesn't come back, he might be – not that you know the staff has quite a bit of confidence in Dane Danger, but maybe you bring somebody in that could be starting caliber and that you could sell on at least competing for a starting spot. Uh, if, he do, if Kofi is back, maybe you don't need a five-man because – the fact that you would have Kofi, Danger, Benjamin Bossman, Redonk, the fact that Coleman Hawkins can play the five and just provide something different with that look. I actually like that going yeah. forward. And I think that as a Ty Rogers can slot in at the four, maybe you you put RJ Melendez or Luke Goody in that spot, that certainly makes sense. So uh, I think that wait and see makes sense there. And really the great thing for Illinois is you don't have to wait that much longer. You, it's less than three weeks before the, the entry deadline for Kofi, so you can really afford it's, it's not as tough of a decision in terms of your approach like last year where it was July, and, and that's when you finally got your answer on Kofi. So uh, I don't necessarily think you absolutely need a five-man if we don't see attrition, if we don't see Bossman's Redonk try to go get a bigger role at a mid-major save. If you're able to keep that front court intact, I think you'd be probably okay with, with status quo and uh, Coleman Hawkins being your, your stretch for your, your guy there. I know Bryce Hawkins just hit the portal, so uh, that's a very familiar name, a very talented player. I just think that with Coleman, that could be tough in terms of yeah. both guys probably want to be the starter, uh, and, and Coleman's earned that, and, and Bryce is going to seek that out probably as a, someone that was ranked in that top 30, top 40 range. So, uh, yeah, I think that in terms of the five spot and really just the front court in general, I think it is kind of wait and see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Melendez, Hawkins coming back, you feel good about that with Ty Rogers coming in as well. Hopkins maybe would have made sense if Coleman moved on, but uh, with Coleman here, uh, it seems like that wouldn't fit really well. Derek, before I let you go, you mentioned it. There was so much angst, understandably so, given all the turnover last year. You lost players. You you lost the NCAA tournament. You lose three coaches. And here we are a year later, and Brad Underwood is about to sign a top 10 class as a five-star commit. Uh, Ty Rogers, one of the top players in the state. Jade Nepps, uh, one of the top guards in the country. Sincere Harris out of uh, Akron is, is really good. And Dane Danger is the number 75 transfer, according to uh, Evan Maya's number. So 
Not bad. Not bad. I, I said throughout that process, I think Illinois basketball will be fine. They turned out they look pretty fine, Derek. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and that's a big credit to Brad Underwood. And also also the program in general, when you're able to taste some success and have a guy in there that uh, is getting it done, it, it shows the, the flex of the program just as one of those top in the Big Ten and they have the tradition, they have the fan base, they have the resources, the commitment from Josh Whitman that he continues to show and re-upping Brad Underwood and making sure that he doesn't go anywhere. But, yeah, Brad deserves a lot of credit. And, like, I understand why, why fans were, were antsy this past, you know, a year ago in the previous offseason, and we were trying to figure out answers of who the assistant coaches were going to be. But uh, I think he's done a really, really good job. And for Chester to – Right away this summer, lock up Epps and Sincere Harris said a lot about his previous connections and the way he relates to players. And he, we know his passion for Illinois. And, uh, and then for Tim Anderson to be kind of that late addition, uh, it was a name that we heard early in the spring. I know that Dee Brown was a guy that he was very connected to because Dee was at one time a coach with Mean Streets when Tim was there and someone that Dee was kind of behind the scenes advocating for. And Tim just continued to say how much – he would love to, to have that position and then to get the opportunity and to immediately tap into Mean Streets with Ty Rogers, Marez Johnson, and then to pull off Sky Clark. I mean, a five-star guard like you're talking about is, is highly ranked of a recruit that someone has gotten since we've been covering it and, and since Dee Brown says a whole, whole lot. So, uh, And that's not to discredit Jeff Alexander. I think that it was a natural fit, and uh, I think he could have – Illinois could have gotten Jeremy Fears, and that would have been a, a notch on his belt. So that's not to take away from what I think he'll be able to do. But this program's in a in a very good place, as John Gross once said. I think Illinois is in a lot better place than John Gross was talking about that. But uh, to be able to continue to get cracks at it in the NCAA tournament, I think that with this kind of talent, if Kofi were to come back, I mean, that would be, a, in our mind, a no-doubt tournament team. And uh, who knows? Maybe you're, you're similar to a Michigan with – uh, having that, that high-caliber big man and some young pieces on the perimeter that as the season goes on, they come together. And, uh, maybe they maybe they go to the second weekend next year, but really just in general, the the talent bar has been raised so much higher to continually get cracks at it, and that's got to be exciting for fans out there. Derek Piper, live from Ballpark Village, giving us a report, not on the Cardinals, but on the Illini. Uh, go root on Pujols, Yachty, uh, the whole geriatric crew you got there, uh, along with Arenado Goldschmidt. You got a really good team. Uh, and tell, uh, tell Haley to, to wait off. Uh, baby boy's got to wait a couple days. <laughs> I'm trying to coach him up. I don't know if he can hear me, but I'm trying to say, just give me one more day, a couple more days, whatever it is. But I want to see Albert get a hit. I mean, <laughs> A home run would be nice. Uh, this atmosphere is going to be pretty crazy. But, uh, yeah, enjoy talking hoops as always, and, and we'll catch up soon. All right. Enjoy it, Derek. See you. All right, man. See you. Nice of Derek. Uh, he's got a day with his very, very pregnant wife, um, Haley, which good luck to the Piper clan here. And he with his brother and all that on opening day. And, of course, Sky Clark decides to commit while they're all out there. But thank you to Derek for, for taking some time out and, and breaking it all down. What an exciting day for Illinois. And, yeah, I mean, Illinois basketball has been back for a while. Like, this is just another sign of it, that, that Illinois is at another level of a program, right? When you're starting to get this type of talent – and, you know, it's possible Jade Knapp's healthy, makes a bigger impact than Sky Clark next year if, if Sky's still working his way back from this knee injury and all that. But 
the fact that you have two guards of that quality, Sincere Harris, who Derek was breaking down, can just get after it. Um, and, and, you know, you see some of these guys from Houston. I can see Sincere Harris being one of those types of players. Ty Rogers, just something you haven't had in the program. Dane Danger, skilled, big man. It's a heck of a, a recruiting class that they are bringing in. It's amazing what winning can do. It's, a, it's amazing what winning can do. And, and Brad and his previous staff did a good job of elevating the talent. And now this new staff is, is taking it to another level, built on the foundation they built over the previous three years. So it's cool to see, isn't it? it it's really cool to kind of – it's one of my favorite parts of, of a baseball team like my White Sox or, you know, if you're a Cubs fan back in the Cubs days, Cardinals, you just reload every year. But th- those processes of building and building it up, and, and that's why I think a lot of people love college football, college basketball as well, um, is you can do that. And now in college basketball, you can do it on the fly. Brad Underwood still wants to do it with high school kids, Right. Uh, they could, they're obviously going to add another transfer to here, but uh, bringing in four high school players who are all in the top 102 of the composite rankings, he still wants to build it that way. And and you're probably going to lose some of them at some point. Some of them might not work out, but um, it's really cool to just kind of see that process of build. And Illini fans will look back and, and thank Andres Felice. And, and I would assume, of course, but even a guy like Alan Griffin, who was here for two years, but helped take him to another level, Kofi clearly is a huge part of this but all those guys who help kind of take them up some cup steps and now these guys are the ones that build on that uh, and see if you can take them up a couple more steps and obviously the end goal is is the one thing that has eluded this you know historically great Illinois program uh, and that is that national championship but Brad Underwood has you feeling like that's actually hopeful like you, you can actually hope for those things it certainly wasn't the case five, six, seven years ago, really when Derek and I started covering this team. So it's pretty cool to see how far it has come. All right. Congratulations to you, Illini fans, for a big day. And it uh, doesn't mean anything's going to slow down now. So stay tuned to Illini Inquirer for the latest. Derek Piper's done doing a great job of breaking down all the transfer targets uh, on that side. So check that all out on the VIP side of Illini Inquirer. And if you're not a VIP member, boy, there's no better time to do it than April because uh, this is a crazy but fun time in college basketball uh, and uh, Illinois rebuilding its roster. So just $1 for your first month of VIP access. Check us out at Illini Inquirer. Uh, give us a follow uh, wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate you listening. Give us a rating and review as well. And as well, uh, check us out on our YouTube page, uh, we've been really putting a lot of content up there as well, including a lot of interviews, uh, a lot of podcast clips, so you can kind of break those down on YouTube. Because I get sucked down the YouTube hole every once in a while, and I love you know devouring content that way. Uh, we decided to join in on that at Alana Inquirer. So give us a follow, uh, subscribe to us, ring that bell, notifications bell. Uh, I think that's what they say, smash that like button. Still getting used to this, guys. But anyway... Appreciate you following us everywhere on every avenue, every outlet that we do. Uh, We appreciate all your guys' support. Everybody take care. Have a great day. Have a great night. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Enquirer podcast. 